remember when we used to record in person? <laughs> I was well. I was thinking. I was I, that. I was imagining that we were gonna have to do that if if my computer wasn't fixed on time. I was like, maybe we'll, I'll just have to go into Stude. Yeah, what's Stude, um, dude? We don't. Yeah, and then I was like, oh yeah. And then I was like, yeah. Then this. I was thinking. I'm like, honestly, I'll just like be like brent can i just pay you to 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 rent out the student and i was like oh wait they don't they don't there is no student no. anymore yeah i know I'd, I'd have to bring like my little my little uh usb interface of like a laptop or something and then just re- do it like that in student yeah. or something that'd be real low rent our uh, our studio is now a cloud studio because like we're recording an album with my band and like brent's doing the whole thing and uh it's all just cloud I just downloaded a Logic pro- uh, project before I came in here to nice. start recording because nice. uh, I'm going to edit the podcast, you know, as soon as we're done recording. But then I'm also going to start working on that cool Logic oh. project. Very exciting. Yes. So yeah, we're a cloud studio now. We're a cloud podcast. Cloud stewed, cloud pod, um, uh, fat clouds, <laughs> ripping uh, fat clouds, uh, vape nation. Yeah, but my um, <laughs> yeah, we're recording this the day before it goes out because um my freaking computer was broken and then okay so i i'm gonna explain to you what the issues were right so so a year ago like literally a year ago i bought a motherboard because there was this motherboard that was on sale and i was like whatever i'm gonna buy it right now and then i'll use it for the next time i build a computer fast forward a year to recently i'm like oh i'm getting you know that fat amazon cash because i'm working at amazon right mm, now that Be- um, bezos, bezos bucks, bucks. yeah Jinx! yes um i hope we sunk that up <laughs> um yeah it's actually funny we get paid bezos he at when he sh- when he shoots up in the rocket he just tosses money bags out <laughs> and then like whatever whatever rains down how much you can grab uh, is, is your pay for the week. It's but, like that tornado um, thing that you see at like, yeah, those yeah, kids' yeah, places. Yeah. Grab all the money you can! <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's actually a big section of the warehouse for that. Ours just got put in. Um, <laughs> but, um, so I was like, oh yeah, it's I'm gonna finish. Squid Game. <laughs> I, it, dude. Um... Uh, I'm gonna uh I'm so I'm like I'm gonna finish my computer, right? So I get the rest of the parts, I get a processor, uh, which is you know pretty expensive. Um it's impossible to get a graphics card right now. Oh yeah, so, yeah. the chip shortage, um, baby. Yeah, yeah. So I just I I I my I paid my little brother uh to get his I, I bought I technically bought his entire computer off of him, but it was basically just to get his graphics card and a few other of, of his of his parts like hard drives and RAM and whatnot. Anyway, I put the computer together. Um and 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 it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't turn on at all. It doesn't turn on at all. And then I'm like, what That's the heck good. is I'm like, what the heck is the issue? First issue I realize, oh, you forgot to plug in the power button. Right? yeah that's it's always the first issue second issue i realize uh after i plug in the power button is that on the motherboard there's like a little light that will light up and then you can look in the manual and you can follow the light code and it will tell you what's wrong with the computer oh that's cool um and the light code was telling me that something was wrong with the GPU, and that mm. can mean that the that the that the GPU pins are broken. That can mean that the socket, uh, that the, the not the GPU, the CPU, mm. uh, the processor, right? The yeah. processor pins um, could be broken. The processor socket could be could be broken on the motherboard. 
uh, the processor fans could not be plugged in or something. So it could be so a I, number of things within the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the processor insides could just be broken. So I check everything and I'm like, oh my God, this is nothing. I bring it into like an expert and they're like, yeah, we think either your motherboard or your processor is broken. We recommend just replacing both. Mm. Um, so I replaced them both under warranty and then the new part. Yeah. yeah. So, well, 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 the processor I was able to get under warranty, the motherboard, I had to get a new one, but that wasn't that bad. Motherboards aren't too expensive. It's not that bad. Um, uh, you know, I got those Bezos bugs. You know, I, yeah. I, I, can, I can make it, mm. I can make it rain motherboards if I want. <laughs> um, Born in 1964. <laughs> dude. Okay. A quick little side tangent, Bobby, because you said that line. Somebody, mm. there used to be somebody who worked there who would play that on like the work. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I, I, I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast. I might have already, but somebody used to play that and I would be like, why? This is so strange. I'd be like, this is not what I want to be listening to. That's like if I'm you. In Amazon. I don't know. That's like if you worked at like. Chuck E. Cheese and then like went in the back and listened to like the Chuck E. Cheese commercials on repeat like it's like where a kid can be a kid like no you're yeah, already I'm working gl- there yeah, I'm like, glad you said in the back because it's like we're not doing it's like there's some customers there yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying like you're making the pizza um, and you're like where a kid I'm, can be a kid <laughs> I'm wondering if they're doing it is it meant to be ironic or are they actually like yeah jeff get them i think it was i think it was just a bo burnham fan because there was a day where like like a bunch of bo burnham songs played and it's also like you know he has some of the songs are pretty good but like Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't bo burnham is not the vibe that i want to be listening to while i'm working my warehouse job i mean that song slaps (laughs) if you could put just the like on repeat then i would listen to that yeah (laughs) <laughs> today there was a lot of there was a lot of hard hard rock i don't know the specific genres there's like dragon force playing oh sure that nice. that's like speed metal yeah 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 i well brent would know brent would probably <laughs> list all the different genres but anyway <laughs> i mean anyway honestly genres are just a, kind of like a, a joke to me like because there's so many like specific yeah. goofy ass sub genres i'm like you're just making this shit up there's, yeah, yeah. there's a new anything. genre called bummer bummer pop like what does yeah, that even like, mean? Yeah, yeah lo-fi yeah, yeah. sub pop shoegaze. I'm like, what? Get out of here! Okay, yeah. shoegaze. <laughs> don't diss shoegaze. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Dude, it's literally like it's like how many bands? How many artists? There's two artists per genre. It's like okay, is that yeah. a genre now or like it like? But anyway, anyway, right? Man, so that's just called replaced, a band name. <laughs> I replaced the processor and the motherboard. Yeah. Um, I powered on. It's working. Boom. I'm in the BIOS, which is like the setup screen. Oh sure. Of course, I don't uh, mind going oh, Brent's, BIOS. Brent's a BIOS boy. I, I, dude, <laughs> BIOS B, B Brent. Um, mm. I. We haven't introduced ourselves yet. <laughs> That's so funny. I know, I know. I gotta, I gotta finish this story. Yeah, no, sorry. I don't want, I don't want to make it too long. I keep derailing you. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I don't want to make it too long. I, I, I powered up BIOS. I can't find my freaking boot. I can't find the hard drive which has my operating system. So I have to like, I go, I go into some random cabinet and I find a, a flash drive that has a copy of Windows on it. And oh I'm God. like, okay, this literally just load. happened to us at work. I'm like, oh, I can load from this USB. I load from the USB. I get in there, boom, boom, boom. Now the 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 when the the computer is is like crashing every like ten minutes, like anytime. And, and it's not like just randomly it's mm. like whenever i'm i'm doing something and i'm like okay so something is happening with 
the, the with the processor i think because it was never with it was never with anything graphics intensive so i go i first off the pc starts up faster than it detects my keyboard and mouse so i couldn't i couldn't oh. i couldn't f2 into my bio screen so i, I mm. so i i had to go the long way through the freaking menus right <laughs> and then in the bio screen i find out that when i was messing around looking for my 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 hard drive with my operating system that i i accidentally set the processor voltage too high and the processor was essentially the computer was shutting down as a safety mechanism because uh, it, was reading, it was reading that it didn't the want to fry the processor yeah exactly um because i had like set it to some random overclock setting that i didn't have like the right <laughs> other computer set up for and right? meanwhile me and brent are sitting here on discord waiting for jack mm -hmm. to get his computer running for days <laughs> days we were supposed to record two days ago they were waiting um and so i'm freaking i'm freaking uh i'm doing that i'm doing that the whole time mm. uh and uh now oh, that the computer boy, oh boy. finally works now and i skipped wow. the whole i skipped the whole bit about having to reinstall the drivers and uh, anyway wow. anyway i was doing if you heard at the beginning i was doing a little violin riff because i was doing a um i was doing a godfather bit i was gonna go <laughs> and you come to me on the day my daughter's wedding i thought that was just brent's birds i heard <laughs> <laughs> um no oh man no, that's no, no, some no. That, you know that's some dedication right there if you guys yeah, so are I'm listening your, uh, you know what props to jack i'm your junk computer j jack how about oh. that we're gonna i'm gonna introduce off that because mm. we got to get this episode moving uh, i'm i'm your i'm your boot drive b brents we're yeah. going computer themes for this one mm. nice nice okay i'm your gucci belt b <gasps> okay Ooh. nice segue bobby mm. today mm -hmm. we're talking about the house of the gucci it's the, the most like <laughs> oh i see the, the godfather bit yeah okay the house okay. of the gucci um and actually, interesting story. The first, the first store was actually called the house, the house of Gucci leather shop. Oh, um, but anyway, so what do you guys know about the murder of Maurizio Gucci? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I tried to go in as cold as possible. I didn't know that he was murdered. Um, I basically, what I know is there's a movie out about this right now. Um, starring one Lady Gaga and, uh, Adam Driver, yeah, and um, <laughs> Madam Gogs is, is and all I Jared and then the only thing, the only thing I really heard about it is that there was some sort of like assassination plot. I didn't know up until you said that someone was murdered that it was like successful assassination plot. I wanted to go in as cold as possible. Yeah, I know. Sorry, sorry, but I'm I'm in the same exact boat as Brent. There's not much. Yeah. There's not much buildup, honestly. If you don't know that he, if that if he, if you don't know that he wasn't murdered to like yeah. begin with. Anyway, so like he he I when so I saw the House of Gucci in theaters mm -hmm. recently, um, and I knew nothing about it. I thought it was just gonna be. I thought there was just gonna. It was gonna be your classic family drama. Yeah, like keeping up with whatever. the Kardashians in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly just wanted to see the goofy Italian accents. Like, mm. sure. That's basically why I went. And then I was like, and by the end, I was like, oh, he gets murdered? Honestly, 
when that scene happened, I was in the theater. I was like, "Oh shit, he gets murdered!" Because <laughs> if you would out cut loud. that, if you would cut that scene out, I would have been like, "Dang, that was a weird movie." But <laughs> instead, I went, "Oh shit, he gets murdered!" And then I went, "Dang, that's a weird movie." And then, <laughs> and then it cuts to the credits, and it goes directed by Ridley Scott. And I go, "What?" Mm. <laughs> I was like, I literally turned to my friend, and we both go, "That was the funniest reveal of the movie. That was the most. <laughs> that was that was the most compelling reveal of the movie." But oh anyway, so this is the story of. Gucci, how Gucci became what we know today. Uh, so basically, uh, Gucci was founded by a man by the name of Gucci O Gucci. Gucci O Gucci. Wow. Guccio. Okay. Uh, so Gucci was mm. born in Florence, uh, Tuscany, uh, on March 26th of 1881. Uh, he was the sons of. Uh, craftsman who would also run a uh, leather straw uh, not a leather straw making sorry but a sh just a straw hat making business mm -hmm. um they would weave straw into hats uh by the time gucci was old enough guccio was old enough to uh you know hold a job the business had gone under <laughs> the straw hat market was not uh <laughs> biting it would seem yeah, it dried straw up shortage. that straw hats dried up mm -hmm. yeah so they um they moved like, around we're, we're on to oh. jaunty chapeaus now guys <laughs> straw hats are out <laughs> yeah i uh, i don't even know enough about st <laughs> stupid italian fashion um but uh so the gucci family uh moved around a lot uh, in order to find work, and eventually Guccio ended up as a bellhop in London at a fancy restaurant, the uh, Savoy. Hmm. Uh, and it was there that he would notice that uh, these rich, schmancy, fancy folks would take high, high uh, esteem in their accessories, in in the things that they carried around. And he was, and he he noticed that there was sort of a, a, a niche missing of some some high quality luggage, mm. uh, specifically. So in 1921, he gathered up a bunch of other leather craftsmen in Florence, and he started the House of Gucci Leather Shop. Uh, mm. And initially, he sold saddles and leather bags and other leather goods, such as that uh, expensive luggage. Um, and he sort of would like, he brought a lot of like local craftsmen, you know, who'd be like, oh, I need a pair of shoes. Oh, go to, you know, Rodolfo down the street. Um, instead they would all, you know, be working under one roof and he'd be like, look, this is the, you know, this is the shoe we're going to make. This is the things that people want to buy. This is the, this is the bags that we're going to make. Um, so by 1931, uh, he had three sons, uh, Aldo, uh, Rodolfo, and Vasco. He didn't have them all in 1931. They were all, you know, like of age. Uh, mm, sure. But Aldo uh, was like, hey, uh, you should expand. You should open a shop in Rome because uh, that's where the money's at. Uh, so Aldo, Rodolfo, and Vasco all joined the business uh, and Aldo <laughs> oversaw the shop in Rome. However, uh, by the time the Second World War broke out, uh, leather was really hard to come by, so in order to reserve their leather, 
uh, they would include more canvas and other fabrics into their uh, attire. And so they started to only use leather on the handles and on the edges of things. Um, and they would eventually start moving into other types of clothing that would use even uh, less leather, like those those fabric belts, uh, mm. that, that famous, you know, uh, red and green fabric stripe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so so the Gucci's are you know like hot. They're they're like some high tier, highfalutin. You know, they're the peak of Italian fashion. Uh, in 1951, he opens a third store in Milan. So he's got you know these are like some the you know the major cities in Italy. Uh, in Italy is 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 starting to be taken really seriously as as a uh, as a fashion capital. It's really starting to rival um, France. And uh, they're ra- raking in a lot of dough. Aldo goes to Guccio and he's like, yo, dad, uh, you know, the Americans have this whole like capitalism thing, dude. They'll <laughs> buy they'll buy anything. Mm. Uh, and Guccio is like, no, let's stay in Italy. I don't want to deal with all that, all that stuff. Um, and Aldo is like, nah, we're going to do it. Uh, mm. So two weeks before Guccio dies... Uh, the Suns open a store in New York, um, and uh, shortly after that, though, uh, the third son Vasco dies before he mm. has any sons, uh, and Rodolfo and Aldo, the uh, the now the two heads of Gucci, uh, buy out uh, his wife who inherited all his shares. So they now own they now each own half of Gucci. Uh, Aldo oversees the stores in America and Rodolfo oversees mainly the stores in Italy. Mm. Now, they're, you know, making tons of money. Gucci is the height of fashion. Um, And uh, Aldo has three sons. Uh, The only one you really need to know about, though, right now is Paolo. Uh, And Rodolfo only has one son. Uh, and so now this family business is broken up into into six different parts and the uh, power is not shared all that evenly. Uh, and Rodolfo's son is the na- is a boy by the name of Maurizio. Ah, Maurizio. Mm. Ah. Yes. So uh, Maurizio is a very shy young boy. His mother dies when he's five and his father becomes very overprotective uh because of that and he feels like and when he's growing up he feels like he doesn't really fit in with his brothers uh, with his cousins i mean um so they uh they grow up and you know they they get uh they get of of age to start inheriting the company to start taking things seriously settling down uh and Maurizio meets a young inf- now infamous woman by the name of Patrizia Reggiani. Mm. Uh, Parmigiano Reggiano. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> that, yeah, that's it. That's it. You got it, dude. Dude, what I, a weird I did, name. I, when I was watching the movie, I did think of that every time I say... Okay, I will say, one of the better, one of the best parts of the movie was... Lady Gaga was very attractive in this movie, I will say. She was. Yes. As, as Patrizia Reggiani. Was it, was it her power? Like, was it the power that she... Uh, you know, exuded. Was she like a powerful woman? 
No. Or or is it just because because I don't find Lady Gaga that attractive personally? No, no, no. She didn't look like Lady Gaga. She was uh, like 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 Lady Gaga in this movie was was very attractive. Mm. I'm just wondering how much of it was like, you know, her looks and how much of it was like... I don't know, Bob. Why don't you Google Lady Gaga, Patrizia Reggiani, and then you can find out for yourself, Bob. Okay. Yeah. Bob. <laughs> no, she's got, she's got like a little, little Italian lady vibe. Yeah. I, you're you know. Italian. Yes. And uh, I can see what you're saying, Jack. It's the hair from, for me, mostly. Yeah, dude. Very nice hair in this movie, um, yes. She <laughs> All right, I'm not objectifying. She, I'm sorry. <laughs> she was said to uh, look like Elizabeth Taylor. Mm. Um, and in the movie, he's like, oh, Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> um, okay, I have to just do a little tangent about the movie because the movie was the most absurd thing I've ever heard, right? Mm. I read some behind-the-scenes stuff. Apparently, there was no accent coach on set. And, like, mm -hmm. let me oh just God. say, it was evident. Oh, <laughs> okay. no. Oh, no. Everyone's accent was different from each other. It was different from scene to scene, mm. you know? And it wasn't like they were speaking Italian and then they had an accent when they were speaking English. They were speaking English and you were supposed to think they were speaking Italian. So it's like, oh. why not just you why not just have your own accent? Because then there mm. were other characters who were Italian who would just speak in like a British accent when they were and it what? was like why? What? Who? Can, <laughs> what? Who, who directed the, Ridley Scott? Yeah. Why? <laughs> that's, uh, that's such a really mess. weird. Why? I know. Um, I, I, I feel like if I watch it, it'll sound just like me trying to do an Italian accent, or, which is just basically oh, Mario. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's oh, hello, Jared Leto literally speaks like Mario. Of course he does. It's Jared he, Leto. Jared. Ah, 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 ah. Hate Jared, that guy. Okay, Jared Leto was the best part of the movie in the worst way possible. And <laughs> this movie would have it would be such a like, oh, it's so bad it's good. It would be such a funny movie to watch with a group of friends, but it's like 2 hours and 45 minutes. I'm not even That's kidding. That's way too long. It's <laughs> over it is it is no, like I don't know how long it actually is, but it is no joke over mm. two and a half hours. Like literally actually. Wow. Um, it's too long. It's way too mm. long to be even be watched as a joke. So I can, I, in, in good faith, I cannot recommend this movie. Really? It's just too long. If it was shorter, I would. If it was, if it was less than two hours, I would. But it's just two, over two and a half hours yeah. is way too much of a time commitment. What was that just movie that was Dune like instead. The Irishman or something? With like watch three the, and a half hours? Yeah, and I, I was like, watch The Irishman. And I was like, no, I'm not spending no, dude, that it's long. it's worth it. It's worth it. Okay, it, well, I would rather watch case. The Irishman twice than watch <laughs> than watch House of Gucci again, just because it was just such a drag. Sometimes, also, The Irishman is such a fun movie, dude. He's like, mm. not when you when you're killing this guy, you want to get something that's out of the box. You don't want to get mm -hmm. something that's you want to get something that's nice. You want to get something that's new. <laughs> <laughs> you know so that's why i'm gonna that's why i'd recommend something out of the box it's oh just so God. good dude i've seen the irishman like three times bobby really so i cannot believe hours. i cannot believe you've watched the you've watched the schneider cut and not the irishman because the, the same thing so if you actually combine if you actually move around the letters it's they have the same letters no, but the mm -hmm. but the Irishman is such a more enjoyable movie, Bobby. Yeah, I know. It's I'll, such I'll, a good. Listen, movie, Listen, now that dude. you're selling it to me, like maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, dude, I'm a great movie salesman. Let me tell you mm -hmm. what. 
Anyway, I'm just excited for No Way Home this week. I'm it's so excited. Week. I'm going to see it a day early because my okay. sister gets go be go be cool on uh, Spider-Man Normie. I'm all about I'm all about Spider-Verse. Yeah, dude, that's what this movie's about. No, dude, I'm I'm talking I'm talking into the Spider Verse across yeah, the Spider Verse. Yeah, it looks great. I'm gonna no, watch that too. No, I'm talking about the movie series Spider Verse, the animated movies, not freaking. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about that too. No, you're not. Yes, I you're am. Not. You're talking the about the first one talking, was great, and the new you're one looks about amazing. No way home, and you said that this is what this is about, but it's a different thing. This is about this is this is this is Marvel's stupid cash cow. This is Disney milking the cash cow. This is Disney edging fans for Dude, for for twelve just, years with shit Spider-Man movies, and then Disney can come. You know what? Sony is probably I want Tugboat so McGuire. pissed at Disney right now. He he was whatever. He's gonna be in them. Anyway, he better. This is we can you can do a Spider-Man episode next week when it's your turn. Fine, when it's my turn. We're talking about Gucci. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Settle down, boys. Settle down. <laughs> Listen, boys. You 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 better you better calm down before your mother gets home. <laughs> um. Anyway. Oh my God. So uh so uh Maurizio we were at, talking about Maurizio he meets Patrizia Reggiani. Uh, this woman was disliked by the family in general, but so greatly disliked by Rodolfo, uh, that he didn't speak with his own son for months, and it was only after the birth of their first daughter that Rodolfo welcomed Maurizio back into the fold and back into the family mm. um so patrizia reggiani was incredibly ambitious greedy young socialite uh she constantly spurned a uh, young meek meet uh Maurizio, uh to to make these bold decisions and to grab more power uh from his family mm-hmm uh, meanwhile, while this was happening behind the scenes with Maurizio, uh, in the public eye, the Gucci family was going through a lot of uh, public familial drama. Um, Paolo had exposed his father Aldo for these hidden cash accounts that he was using to hide money from the U.S. government, uh, sending him to a Florida prison for a year when he was 80 years old. <laughs> okay, also, in the movie, right, in the movie, Paolo, right, he's talking to Maurizio, who, Maurizio also is a lawyer, uh, and he's like, what if they send my father to jail? <laughs> <laughs> My 81-year-old father would be a dropping the soap. Oh, no. Literally, that is a line in the movie oh that they God. thought was oh, no. okay. <laughs> um, <sighs> so after this, after Aldo gets released back from out of prison, all, all hell breaks loose. Uh, and um, there are, you know... Uh, multiple public lawsuits between each other. Um, they're like, uh, 
suing each other for 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 using the the because each one is trying to branch out and use the family name to start their own line mm-hmm. and and they're suing each other for copyright infringement using their own name oh, um there are uh, uh it, it, it allegedly there was one meeting where paolo pulled out a tape recorder and threatened to play it in front of all six of the family members um and a fight broke out before he could play it and uh they don't know if it was Maurizio or Paolo's brother Giorgiano or whatever the heck his name was. I didn't even write it down, but I think it was that or Giorgio, whatever, one of those. <laughs> um, Paolo ended up with like a deep cut near his eye on his face. Um, and uh, yeah, so so basically the Gucci family is falling apart uh, and the public is loving it. Um, the public is, is, is eating this up. However... Um, the Gucci company was beginning to sell cheaper and cheaper items, uh, and Gucci was kind of beginning to lose some of its prestige. It was uh, becoming the good value brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, you could you could get it on you know you could get Gucci on backpacks and on on coffee mugs, mm. you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Uh. But and Maurizio thought that it should be a. Uh, that that he wanted that 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 prestige back. He wanted he wanted Gucci to be that premium brand again. However, the cousins uh, all thought that uh, they liked the those cheaper items were bringing in a lot a lot of money. Um, <gasps> however, in 1983, Rodolfo died, leaving uh, his son Mauricio his shares and his over 200 million dollar fortune. Uh, meaning Maurizio now owned half of Gucci. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, so behind the scenes, they're in the movie. They they play it like that Rodolfo had died before he had officially signed the documents and mm. that Patrizia forges Rodolfo's signature. Oh, and but there's no the, like evidence of that. Yeah, yeah. But then the I don't know. I couldn't find anywhere talking about that except for the movie. Um, you gotta spice but, it up a little bit. Though. You oh. like a spicy Italian meatball. <laughs> um, but uh, so behind the scenes, though, Maurizio had grown sick of Patricia's prodding and manipulation, and uh, they have a second daughter at this point. But whatever, their children don't matter. Um, not even to Maurizio, <laughs> apparently, because at this point he packs a bag and he goes, he goes, okay, I'm going down to uh, somewhere else uh, for a business thing, uh, and then he never comes back and he just abandons his family and he like sends them a note that's like i will give you a money and you can live in my house but i don't want to see you anymore oh god um, uh. so Maurizio is trying to is trying to buy out his uh his family and he pairs up with an arabian investment group known as investcor uh, and over time, they approach each member of the family. They start with Paolo first because they knew that he was weak um, and that he would uh, sell his shares to get revenge on his brothers and on his father because he he blamed them for, for, for holding him back because mm-hmm. um, he thought he was like some great artist. He's actually credited with designing the double G logo. Oh. Uh, Paolo mm-hmm. is. Um, so eventually, uh, after the first one folded, he had more than 50% and he was able to slowly buy out the rest of his, 
uh, family. And uh, soon Maurizio was the only Gucci uh, left at the company. Wow. Um, at this time, though, Patrizia, his now uh, estranged wife, soon to be ex-wife, uh, was growing really upset because he was refusing to communicate with her. Um, and uh, Maurizio was like, I am too busy with the business. <laughs> In the movie, uh, she's uh, Lady Gaga is like, please, Maurizio, your children miss you. And he's like, I saw them two weeks ago. What are you talking about? And oh it's like, God. you're their father. What do you mean? You saw them two <laughs> weeks ago. Um but uh, so Maurizio now controls the majority of the company and he starts to revamp the company, reshape it in his own image like, boom, this is going to be uh, this high tier, highbrow fashion. However, no, no like designer really wants to work with them because most other designers either have their own lines now or uh, just don't want to work with Gucci because Gucci has lost that prestige. However, he eventually finds an ambitious young uh quote edgy designer uh from texas a uh, name that you guys might have heard uh tom ford because he mm. is still associated <laughs> with gucci now uh and so he 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 introduced this new this new their first sort of uh that high tier sort of line and and it's so it, it worked new sort new. yeah yeah it works sort of this new image of high fashion gucci uh worked However, Maurizio didn't cut the production of all those cheaper items, which lost them over $100 million in profits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ooh. his new investment partners were not happy. And so they, uh, fi- due to this, his bad business practices, and he was uh, overspending. He was using a lot of the company's money to like buy expensive artworks and sculptures and cars and say that he needs them to like impress clients or to display in like Mm. a gucci Mm. like showroom or something um they eventually fired him and bought him out of his shares uh so now there are no gucci's left at Mm. the uh at the gucci company and of course uh, the rest of that story's history, as we know, Gucci is now one of the biggest fashion brands of all time. Little little Parks and Rec reference for anybody. Uh, it it feels a lot like Entertainment 720 at this point, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. just this, like, big facade, like, you know, paying, paying yeah. NBA players to just hang out just, in your warehouse. Yeah, just to like, hang out and play, <laughs> play shoot hoops with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta buy yeah. a Gucci car and put it in the warehouse. What about a Gucci? Yeah, so um, there is uh, so Paolo having uh, being still upset, uh, eventually dis- uh, has evidence that uh, Maurizio had um, had like used uh, had used. Um, company money to buy a yacht which obviously cannot be uh uh uh, it cannot be claimed in any way as a gucci business expense uh and so he um ended up getting in a lot of uh financial trouble uh because of that so he ended up running from the italian police he hopped on a motorcycle and like drove overnight 
through the Swiss Alps and <laughs> um, like lived in Switzerland and would like do business deals over the phone oh uh, with his lawyer back in Italy, like while he was hiding from the police. And um, eventually he got cleared of all those charges. Uh, and uh, how he, did he get cleared of those charges? Well, I don't know. It was just like, or like, the, maybe they or the, they paid money or something. Probably give us your yacht. <laughs> we'll call it even yeah yeah he probably just like paid the it, i think it was like tax evasion or something so i think yeah. he could just like pay the money um or whatever um at this time you know he's living uh he's living a lavish lifestyle because this guy's still you know a, a multi-hundred millionaire um because uh, of all of his he was bought he, he still had to be bought out by those guys and he still inherited a ton of money from his father sure um and so he's living up this lavish lavish lifestyle uh and uh, he meets this this young italian socialite named paolo paola paola paolo is his cousin paola is his uh is his new love um and so once he meets her he officially decides to divorce uh, Patrizia and at this point she um, loses it and she like sends him a letter saying like she's gonna kill him and all Ooh. like he all he responds with is um, is uh, uh, stop talking like this <laughs> uh, which is just like he dude total sigma male mindset dude <laughs> oh god she's just being dramatic are you a, are you a sigma male, Bob? Almost sigma male. No, dude, Brent's a, Brent's a total. Brent's a total sigma. I don't even know if I know what this means. Is this like the new alpha? <laughs> dude, yeah. no, this sigma. Is, okay, it's okay. Honestly, alpha's the new beta. Sigma's the new alpha. Okay. Wow. You wow. Have, wow. Okay. You have to be. And beta is like the baseline. Beta is like non-existent now. If you're yeah. beta, you're not a human. Yeah, you're black pilled at that point. Yeah, Just honestly. <laughs> no, sig the sigma mindset is like got my mind on that grind. Like, no, like grind core. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's all about the hustle, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got my well, mind on alpha, that grind. Well, because you know how alphas are like. Alphas are like all these women. You know, they flock to me. Mm -hmm. Sigmas are like. I don't even I don't care. I, I don't even care about women because my success is measured in other means. Oh my god, <laughs> um, or like something like that. Beta, like, beta, yeah. beta men, uh, alpha men spend too much time worrying about the beta men. We don't even worry about beta, alpha, or women in general. It's like, and then you'll see people who make fun of it, and it'll be like, "I shit my pants for to save time," because I don't give a shit. That's my sigma grind set. That's the sigma grind. That's the sigma mindset. Don't go to the bathroom. Just just poop in your pants. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Dude. Yeah. I mean, listen. Who's got time to stop to go to the bathroom when you're trying to get that grind? Maurizio, that coin <laughs> for that Doge. No, we can't. Oh my god. Listen, we're not a financial. We're, long on we're not. We're long on Doge, <laughs> but we're not a financial advisors yeah, we're not advisors do we're your own not, research do your own research but we're long on doge bog is long we're long on bog long on doge uh <laughs> long on Maurizio being a sigma mindset as well um okay so he meets his mistress and he officially divorces her 
and uh she goes crazy she starts asking everyone she knows if they can if they if they know someone uh who can kill Maurizio. Wow. Like she's, so she's not legit about this. She's not she's not subtle at all. She's not subtle she at puts all. A, she puts an ad out on Craigslist, like, hey, it's me, your girl. I need an assassin to kill Mauricio. Hit me up. I mean, like, <laughs> honestly, she probably would have done that. In the movie, right? Near the beginning of the movie. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me I'll, before I get to that. Yeah. So she eventually meets what I can in, in official sources, I can only ever find being described as her friend who was a psychic right mm. like 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 one of those like like oh come on in i'll read your tarot cards i'll read your palm give me 20 bucks here's a yeah. crystal yeah. ball you know yeah. um uh her name is pina or pina pina i think um who who the people referred to as the dark witch Ooh. Um, and Ow. in one thing i watched they were like now we're not saying that there's any dark magic involved um in the but so in the movie it sh it, near the beginning of the movie it's like late at night and patrizia is like stress eating in front of the tv and like a commercial for like a this call the psychic hotline comes on and she calls the line and then live on air pina answers lady gaga's pina is selma hayek by the way selma hayek answers lady gaga's phone call and then you can on the tv you can hear lady gaga twice because you can hear her say it in real life and you can hear her on the tv because if you were watching if you if we weren't in the room with lady gaga you could hear the whole conversation as a tv because otherwise if you were watching it you could only hear selma hayek and it would be absurd and <laughs> you know but it's like what is this like tv program where you can call in or also just sit back and watch it, and it's live <laughs> like why it was this a thing can anyone who lived in italy in like the 60s 70s 80s tell me if that was real yeah well, i'm sure um, we have plenty of listeners in that category yeah some with some some silent generation uh <laughs> it, it, italy listeners um and then like throughout the movie she like progressively gets closer with this psychic who can like sense everything about Maurizio, and they're like so Maurizio separates with Patrizia long before they they officially divorce, right? And then, like in the movie, Pina the psychic like starts to cry because she's psychically linked to like Patrizia and Maurizio's love, and like Maurizio is 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 hooking up with his mistress, and. She, and 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 patricia is like tell me where he is and 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 pina is just crying and i'm like what is going on oh, i'm like what? why does she have this weird psychic connection also they've been separated also you're a crazy manipulative woman like you oh he God. doesn't love you you just love his money you don't actually love him anyway so damn jack got into this movie throughout the <laughs> movie like they eventually she's like oh we, she goes we she i think she literally says like we need to cook up a like a like a spicy evil eye mm. and i'm like what i'm like come on what is this <laughs> who wrote this um but so so they hire a hitman in the movie it's absurd that whole scene where they give him the money is absurd um and so event the the hitman uh eventually shoots uh Maurizio Gucci four times outside his office in Milan three Damn. times in the back and once in the head uh and wow. then 
So they succeeded. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the police knew they like that it wasn't a mob hit because they had seen enough where they were like, "Yeah, we this doesn't look like a mob hit." Mm. Um, and like everybody, it, it, there there was a quote that that from from one documentary that I watched where they were like, uh, "When it when we heard that Maurizio Gucci was killed, it wasn't you know did he have any enemies?" But the question was you know which one did it <laughs> um mm-hmm. and then it was i, I feel like it, it, you know the, the the investigation was pretty straightforward to led to patrizia two years later she was sentenced to 26 years in prison um the other accomplices were sentenced to 25 years i think or something and the um the dude who actually killed him was sentenced to life uh due to some like weird italian like appeal parole law bargain um patrizia only served 16 years and then was able to get out on parole by getting a job um but that when they initially gave her that offer she responded with a quote saying i've never worked in a a day in my life and i don't intend on starting now what (laughs) um also, apparently in the courtroom, the judge would refer to her as, you know, Miss Reggiani, and she would be like, my name is, is Madam, is, is Madam Gucci. She'd be like, she'd be like, my name is Patricia Gucci. Um, uh, so she, yeah, so, uh, some other, some other great, uh, Patricia Gucci quotes are, I'd, I'd rather, it's better to, uh, cry in a Rolls Royce than to be happy on a bicycle. Oh my god. Um <laughs> just to, when she was released from prison after 16 years, uh she uh, one reporter asked her uh you know, Patricia Reziani, why did you hire a hitman to kill your husband? And she said, um because my aim is bad and I didn't want to miss. Mm. Oh my god. I think it's so funny that like the people like this they're like it's better to be in a Rolls Royce crying. It's like, okay, Miss Girl, you're, Ms. you're Girl. literally your your whole life was terrible, and you ended up in prison. So clearly, your advice is not to be taken seriously. Like, <laughs> I, I just hate this like idea of like material matters. Like, it's like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it almost feel, feels like every single time nah, dude, someone it was a is sweet like ride up until those sixteen years in prison. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like every time someone's like. Oh yeah, like Lamborghini, like yeah. It just ends up bad for them. And I don't yeah. understand why people look up to these types yeah. of like I feel uh, like a lot of people would watch this movie and be like, Yes, Queen to like this She girl. goes by No, I mean I hope not. Dude, in the movie there's like during the fashion like during the, there's a fashion show where they're showing off the new Tom Ford stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and like Adam Driver as Maurizio has this like crazed strobe light vision where he sees Lady Gaga's face as his crazy ex-wife watching him. Oh my god. It's um it's I was like, is this real? Is this real <laughs> life right now? Or is this a is this imaginary? Yeah. Is he on mushrooms? Like what's happening? <laughs> That's yeah. up oh to my the god. interpreter. Dude, okay, <laughs> guys, remember how I said that this movie is over two and a half hours long? What's how much time yeah. in the upper Okay, I well, we got time for some more tangents about the yeah. movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's basically the end because that, that's basically the end of the real story. 
Um, they, uh, yeah, she get to this day, she still goes by Madame Gucci, Mrs. Gucci. Uh, she's also known as the Black Widow. Um, and she's like out be- of prison now. She's like walking around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's she on. She killed a guy. Well, she didn't kill a guy. She paid a guy to kill a guy. That, that's like pulling a trigger to a gun and saying, the gun killed the person. Nah, dude. It's like pulling a string attached to a trigger. Yes, exactly. It's the uh, same thing. I'm around the corner, Bob. What are you talking about? I, don't, I didn't know this pulley was attached to anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, so the scene where she, she pays... Did I say the scene where she pays the guy is absurd? I did say that. Because yes. that scene is absurd. Another, dude, there are so many absurd scenes. There's like a whole scene where this one guy brags about his Gucci shoes and then he's like... Take out if you look in the shoe, and then this is Al Pacino's like, there's a freaking gold leaf in that shoe, which means you got that shoe from my freaking nephew Maurizio, which means which means that he that's your investment partner. And I'm like, this is the dumbest way. This is so stupid. <laughs> well, obviously, who else would it be? Oh my god! Uh, and then there's like a whole scene where. Where where Patrizia is talking to the family's lawyer, um, and and she leans over to him and she's like, "Can I ask you a question?" And <laughs> and he's like, "You just did." And she goes, "What?" And he goes, "You just asked me a question." Oh my god! And she was like, "Yeah, but can." And he was like, "What you meant to say was, can you ask me two questions?" <laughs> and she was like okay well can i ask you two questions and he was like yeah and then she just like asked the question that she wanted to ask and i'm like why didn't she just ask that why and then at that point in the movie i literally leaned over to my friend and i and i was like i I was with seeing the movie with leah and i was like leah this movie is over two and a half hours long (laughs) and there was just like why did the like who like the editor must have been like, why don't we just cut this? And Ridley Scott was like, no, it's gold. It's gold. Yeah. We, we need this Abbott and Costello bit in the middle of House of Gucci. <laughs> Dude, at one point, Lady Gaga does the father, son, Holy Ghost thing, except she says father, son, and House of Gucci. Oh, my God. And then, and, then, and then I read an article about a behind the scenes thing, and apparently that was like an improv on the set, and Ridley Scott like loved it. No, it's so cringy. I hate that. Dude, Italy is not a place that's known for like. This feels like one of those things. Yeah, this feels like one of those things where there was no one around to say no. Like you know when George Lucas did the prequels, it's like no one was there to say no to George when he had a bad idea. They were having too much fun. Was there anyone from Italy involved in this entire movie? I think some of the extras probably were. But it's like, and it was I don't probably, know. It would, this seemed like an excuse for like Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott was probably like, yo, I'll do a bunch of shooting in Italy. I'll get paid to go on vacation to Italy. I mean, he's getting up God. there, so maybe he just, yeah. he's, like, he's like 80 years old or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just um, using it as an excuse. Dude, there's, a scene, there's, there's like this whole bit where like Jared Leto as Paolo is trying to, um, be a you know a fashion designer um but he's terrible at it and jeremy irons as rodolfo is like is like um you know true he he he's like he's like listen listen you must not show these drawings to anyone anyone a true masterwork must hide his drawings (laughs) because 
because a, a genius, a, a master so genius will be stolen by pr any prying eyes. You have to be so very careful. But you have achieved such mediocrity that no one will ever, ever steal this. This feels um, like a review of the movie. And then, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exact. And then, and then, and then Jared Leto pees on a handkerchief and then he leaves. Oh and then later, Patrizia is like flattering him to get him on, you know, their side for some stupid drama thing. And she's like, Paolo, you have a gift. And he goes, she goes, do you know that you have a gift? And he goes, does an elephant shit in the jungle? <laughs> That's literally a line in this movie. And I was like, what the? F what? Uh, what? what? Okay. What am I, I watching? I honest question for you guys. Do you think that this movie hurt the brand of Gucci or helped the brand of Gucci? <laughs> okay, well, the Gucci, I feel like the it hurt it. The remaining, I feel like it, I don't know, man. There's like, it, it, there's like a whole bit where it's, where it's insinuated that like all the Gucci fakes that you see being sold on like city streets, mm -hmm. um, you know, for like 10 bucks a bag or whatever, um, that those, it's like, it's like insinuated that those are made by Gucci. Um, that those like are the just, actual Gucci. Yes, yes. That those, yeah. that those are just like that. That it's just the same people, just with less, you know, just just less held to a lower quality, and mm -hmm. and and that's it's implied that they're like might as well corner the fix market as well before <laughs> uh, somebody else gets the money. And that's like, interesting. Actually, it's funny. Yeah, Adam Driver, like he's looking at the fix and he goes, "These are good. I would, but I would buy it." I would well, think for the most a, part, they're I, like pretty similar in, in, you know, it's always that weird thing where it's like, if it's not the actual brand, it's like fake value, you know, mm. um, it's, it's this idea that like, if it's not from the place where it's supposed to be from, it's not a real Gucci thing, even though, even though it could be the same exact material, the yeah. same exact manufacturing. Um, well, the way that 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 plot point is introduced is like Patrizia is pissed because her maid has a Gucci has a fake Gucci handbag. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. and she was like, "Where did you get this? How could you? How could how could your how could your bitch ass afford this?" Oh, I Basically. don't know. Like to me, to me, an well, you're not. Point. I mean, I mean, Patrizia is not supposed to be a sympathetic character. She very much is the right. villain of the movie. I I think that something interesting to think about is how this movie feels almost like the 21st century of making really cheap products for everybody like it's like everybody buys a ticket it can be like i'm included in gucci now because i saw the gucci movie and it's like i don't know if they're making money from the movie do you know jack I have no, no there's idea. no way there's no way there's no way there's no way because it does not portray gucci in a good light the mm. family like the remaining family um was saying like Cause, cause, cause uh, Aldo, right? Who's played by Al Pacino? Mm -hmm. Al Pacino's a short, fat man. Aldo was like, <laughs> Aldo was like tall and handsome, and the family was like, was like, we think that the depictions of the Gucci family was offensive. There was like a quote that they were like, we thought they betrayed us as thugs or something. How'd they get the rights to do this movie? Like, how'd they it's, get permission? It's just the truth. I don't know, man. Huh. You. Every movie is a work of fiction, legally. I, but I, I thought you weren't allowed to like make a movie about someone unless they gave you permission. But I don't know. I'm I'm just making that up off the top. Let of my me head. let me. Does Gucci does 
Gucci make money from House of... There's no way. There's no way. Yeah, I feel like they shouldn't, but also at the same time, it's like they are a brand. And so it's Gucci, like... Gucci family issues sca fuming statement over their portrayal in Ridley Scott's House of Gucci. But like, if you can trademark your company name, how can you... Like, I could not make a movie right now, a big blockbuster movie called like House of Disney... You know, and be, like they're a brand, they have trademark, they have lawyers. I just, it's uh, well, surprising I think, to me. Well, maybe just because it, well, Disney is too big. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe, I don't know. It's it, like, I don't know. They can't, they, you can't, they can't stop you from telling a story that happened. Yeah. Well, this is what they said. The production of the film did not bother to consult the heirs before describing Aldo Gucci, president of the company for 30 years, played by Al Pacino, and members of the Gucci family as thugs. Wow. Ignorant and insensitive to the world around them, the statement said. It added wow. that the pick attributes a tone and an attitude to the protagonists of the well-known events that never belong to them. This is extremely wow. painful from a human point of view and an insult to the legacy on which the brand is built today. Wow. Hmm. I see another thing here. According to Gucci CEO, the fashion house cooperated with the production of the, and gave them full access to the archives and wardrobes of the props. So maybe it's the the Gucci family might be separate from the entity itself, and the entity. Oh was yeah, like, the Gucci, sure. the Gucci, the Gucci Mauricio was the last Gucci to have any association with the company. Ah, uh, so I feel like I feel like that's where I was like confused. Like the company let them do it because they're like, hey, you know, all press is good press, and the family's like. Oh, Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because it's all just drama about the family and it doesn't like if the family's not associated with the company anymore. Like, I'm yeah. sure you could, have a, you could have a House of Gucci part two that shows you all the drama with, with Tom Ford and all the new people there. Mm. But we just don't. Yeah, I'm starting to look it up and uh, all I can find is that, uh, you know, Metro Go Goldwyn-Mayer acquired the rights to the film in 2020. So mm. I don't know who they had to acquire those rights from, but yeah. they acquired it. So whoever they had to acquire the life rights to the film from, they did it. So mm. they got the rights in 2020 and then this movie yeah. came out in 2021. They might have already been filming it or something, you know. So, but I mean, there, there's a I know, good but possibility. No they... wonder it was dog, dude. Like yeah. what? <laughs> like either way, either way, if it transfers production houses, like that's still a mess. Yeah. Right, and I mean, I mean, there's a good chance that maybe like they bought the rights from the Gucci family who are remaining Gucci family, and then just did not consult them in any way, shape, or form. Mm. They just secured. Oh, yeah, they gave them. Have... Here's your money. We got the rights to this now, and we're just gonna do what we want to do. Right. And then you know they have no. They bought. They got the rights, so they have really no yeah. legal say in what they do with those rights. You know. Right. So, I, well, yeah, I they, wonder if it yeah, even because like there are like the rights to you know such and such is story right. But yeah, I wonder exactly. if I wonder if there are no rights because, like, maybe that's why that because there are like because they were just like oh yeah this is just all what we heard through the pu like the public because this yeah, is what yeah. it was all was all public. There's also a book called The House of Gucci, um, mm -hmm. which I assume was has to be partially of what this is. Uh, based yeah, off maybe of that is yeah. the rights that they secured is a, right, the, yeah. the rights to adapt the book or whatever. Right. Probably, so, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm willing to bet. It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Um, that sounds likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But um, yeah, anyway, interesting story, interesting movie, but maybe yeah. not. <laughs> a lot of scenes were just like dialogues that had that were just like random conversations that had way more interesting things going on in the background. Mm. Like there was a dog drinking out of a fountain or like a fencing <laughs> class one time. <laughs> one time some dude like ran a, ran across the camera. And I, oh my and I, god. And I was like, why did that just <laughs> It was so weird because the cut they cut into a scene where a dude was already halfway down a hallway and he walks and then Maurizio comes on screen and then the dude crosses in front and you like full on see the full face of this guy. Oh my god. This random extra and then it was just such a I'm like, why did they do that? I'm uh, I just hate I just hate movies that I'm that I'm like why did the director do that? I'm like why didn't he just yeah. not have that guy there? Yeah, he clearly intended for that guy to be on screen. Why? Mm. I, he was the only other guy, and it was literally just a shot of Maurizio walking through a hall. I'm like it was like not even like a hallway in like a business office. He was in like some big like gothic italian it was just so weird it was a weird shot ridley <laughs> ridley shot it's Shoot a ridley shot, shot ridley god yeah. damn it ridley don't miss where's your artistic integrity man uh anyway that's my review well, of the movie there well, was a there were more uh, interesting things in the background always uh, you know on that note i think uh we we should probably do a patreon plug because jack's been working like a dog and he was able to pull that out. I'm impressed, honestly. I'm impressed mm. because it's uh, it's not easy to to do research for something when you're doing it for free. So go support <laughs> us on Patreon and uh, shout out to our current Patreons for supporting us because they are the ones who make the show possible. Um, you can go check out our brainboggledpodcast.com to see our Patreon and all of our other perks and different things that we offer. Uh, we actually have a blog where you can see the visuals of uh, a lot of our episodes. Um, and we have a YouTube channel with some funny videos on there um, mm -hmm. and some shorts. So go check that out. And uh, also, we got social media. So if you want to follow our, our social media, I think I'm going to do a nice uh, Jack face on Madame Gucci meme this week. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of good images of the Gucci's because they were very public figures. Yeah, so. so so keep your eye out for that. You can go on our Instagram uh, at brainboggled, right? Yep, and yeah. brainboggled pod on the Twitter. So. Yes, Woo. yeah, indeed, indeed. Oh, it's only been three years, and we still don't know our Instagram and versus our Twitter. The, the, thank you for the good for listening to the good chill, <laughs> the story of the good. Ciao, ciao.